Welcome to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, a certified financial planner who specializes in helping fitness entrepreneurs and millennials grow their net worth. The goal is to bring you conversations with successful individuals in the fitness industry on how they navigated their journey to success. Justin Green is the founder and financial planner at AssistFP, a financial planning firm. All opinions expressed in this show are solely those of Justin and not reflective of AssistFP. This podcast should not be considered advice. It is solely for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisor you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. What's up, Wealthy Coaches? Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm rolling solo again with a quick episode where I want to talk to you about 2023 financial goals. I recently asked coaches on Instagram to share their goals for 2023 with me, and I got a lot of great responses. I wanted to share them with you and talk about goal setting. Really quick, before we dive in, you may have noticed I've been slowly transitioning my brand to align with my new CFO and tax planning business called Be A Wealthy Coach, LLC. I'm still working on this transition, but I just launched a new weekly newsletter called The Wealthy Weekend, where I will hit your inbox on Friday afternoon with a quick three to five minute weekend read, including financial mindset and business tips on how to build and grow wealth as an online coach. You can sign up using the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio at Justin Green FP. Okay, let's hop into the conversation about financial goals. <clears throat> All right, so over the weekend, I posted a, a picture on my Instagram story of my Sadie girl, my mini Australian shepherd, and said, you know, drop your 2023 financial goals, do not disappoint. And I got really good engagement, had a lot of uh, coaches drop their goals. And so I wanted to run through those real quick and just kind of talk about some of the recurring themes that came up and then some tips on how to set goals in 2023 for your financial goals. All right, so here's some of the responses I got. You know, we had a lot of revenue goals, 500K, 100K, my first 7K a month, 10K, 2 million. Uh, we had some debt goals, so pay off, be debt free. Uh, a few coaches said pay off credit card debts, uh, pay off student loan, put more towards my mortgage. And then, at the, and then we also had one say they want to reach financial independence, uh, which is a really, really good goal. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Those were the three main themes that I saw. A few coaches did talk about investing and saving, which was really cool. You know, I always love to hear that. Um, but I want to dive into those those three themes. So the revenue goals, the 500K, 100K, first 7K a month, 10K, 2 million. Uh, first off, I just want to point out, like you can clearly see that every coach here is at a different place in their journey. And I think it's really important to understand that you don't want to fall into the comparison trap. You know, you don't want to read the, the stories when I was reacting into them and see someone aiming for 2 million and think, wow, what am I doing? I'm only hitting, you know, 100K. Uh, the coach that's aiming for 2 million, it's actually a realistic goal for her. I've worked with her in the past. She's a really good coach. She has multiple businesses. Um, she's been working on this for a really long time. And one of her goals is to scale up and have multiple team members. That might not be your goal. You know, so one of the coaches who answered 500K, I've actually had many conversations with her. She's a highly efficient solo coach. And her goal is to outsource a lot of things, but not bring on a team of assistant coaches, et cetera, and to maximize her revenue and just live her, her dream ideal lifestyle. 
So it's important not to compare your goals to other people's goals, because really your goals should be designed to help you live the best lifestyle possible um, and how you want to live your life. You may have kids at home. You may not. You may be single and just put, you know, 60, 70 hours into this business, or you may be growing it as a side hustle. You may be growing it as a single mom. You know, just just be cognizant that your goal is not someone else's goal, and it should really make the most sense for you. Uh, also, these are results goals, and I would really encourage you to break it down and, and reverse engineer. Like, what do you actually have to do to hit those goals? <clears throat> Having a results goal is is awesome, but if you don't really know how to get there or what actions to take on a day to day basis, um, then it's really hard. You'll get a couple months down the road, and you'll be tracking the result, but you're not tracking the action. And if you're like missing the target you won't really know how to fix it. So it's really important to maybe think about the actions that are needed. And then also think about like, what does it take to get there? Like what, how many clients at what price point? So I recently did an episode, uh, episode 62 on how to reverse engineer your pricing. So make sure you go back, listen to that if that's something you haven't thought about. And then also I would just point out, these are all revenue goals, but really profit is most important. So think about that. Make sure you don't make short-term decisions on how to increase your revenue that will hurt your profit over the long term. Um, so just keep in mind, you should never be focusing so much on revenue that you're sacrificing profit. Unless, of course, your goal is to grow a really big team with a lot of coaches, et cetera, then you will have to sacrifice some profit. You shouldn't, you know, go down to 0%. But I uh, realistically, if you're a solo coach, you might be hovering more towards like 70% profitability. If you start to big, build a bigger team like that, then you probably will drop down to maybe like 50, 40% profitability. And if you're okay with that and understand that's part of your goal to build a bigger team and have more impact, that's totally okay. Just understand how each decision you make in your business will come back to affect your profitability. And when you're focused on profitability, it makes your decision process a lot easier, right? So every time you are um, faced with a big decision in your business, whether it's to invest in a program, to buy a new software, et cetera, if you can sit there and say, how will this impact my profitability over the long term? And you know your goal is X amount of profitability, it makes the decision a lot easier to just quickly say yes or no, this will negatively impact my profitability. Therefore, I will not implement this decision in my business, or this will help my profitability in the long term. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make this decision in my business. So you also notice that a lot of coaches talked about paying off debt. This is an issue I am starting to run into quite a bit with coaches. Um, unfortunately, they're racking up a lot of credit card and high interest debt early on in their coaching careers. Um, everyone's got a different opinion on this. Personally, I don't think it's a good idea because I've seen the emotional stress that credit card debt can really add on to someone. And it just, it forces you to make short-term decisions in your business that maybe aren't good for the long term. Um, you know, a lot of people will make the counter argument that debt can be used to leverage growth strategically. Um, and it really can, but when it doesn't work out, it can really also drag you down and harm your ability to build the business. So, you know, using leverage is risky. And if you're not okay with that risk, then you need to understand that um, 
most of the coaches or business coaches I talk about how they use leverage to build their businesses. They're part of the survivorship bias. So it worked out well for them. But you also want to hear the stories from the coaches where it like went disastrous, right? They they brought on too much debt and it caused them to have to scale back and, you know, eliminate a lot of costs in their business. And really they had to go like three steps backwards to then go moving back forward. So just think about the constraints that debt will put on your cash flow. But obviously, sometimes it works. So if you've already done it, you can't go backwards. Now it's just about focusing on maybe not accruing more debt. And then how do you maximize the profit that you're taking home right now uh, to start paying off that debt? Because high interest debt will really just start to accrue. And so you've got to start taking big chunks out of it very quickly. Um, I also notice like student loans, those tend to be lower interest loans. So not as big of a deal, but a lot of times they'll just hang over people for like 10, 20 years. And emotionally, like it's just really nice for those to not be on your plate anymore. So I can totally understand that. Um, financial independence. So I had one coach who responded with financial independence. And, you know, this is actually probably the ideal end goal for pretty much everyone. I think like you start a business because you want to have your own flexible hours. You want to have no cap on your income. Like you want to live your best ideal life. And essentially that's going to happen when you have this financial freedom or financial independence or financial flexibility. Those are all terms that are used to describe this position that you're in where you have enough money to, um, not be forced to make a significant amount of revenue, essentially. The problem is, is that a lot of people will say they want financial freedom and they don't actually know what that means for them because they've never taken the time to like stop and think about what does financial freedom look for me? Like, what do I need to spend annually to live my ideal lifestyle? So like, if I could figure out how much annually I need to spend, then I could figure out how much do I need to have saved and invested to support that over the long term. Now, as young coaches, I work with a lot of younger coaches. It may not be having as much as much money as you need you know, and savings and investing, because you would have to do, you would have to have a significant amount to support a lifestyle for the next, you know, 70, 60, 70 years. But it may be more like having enough money in there to support your annual spending in the future, but it allows you to make less profit now and spend less time building your business. So you can still build your business, get revenue from there and live your current lifestyle on a scaled down business, but also know that you have saved and invested enough for your future goals um, that you don't need to continue saving and investing now. So it's just really important to figure out what does that actually mean for you? A lot of people throw this term around and they've never done the work to figure out like what does financial freedom mean for you? Does it mean you stop working completely? Um, probably not, but maybe it means that uh, you now have the freedom to work on whatever you want. And and I think that's a big thing for coaches and entrepreneurs. All right. So just to kind of wrap up, when you're setting goals, your financial goals for 2023, 
you should already be working on these if not have them finalized, but maybe this will just help you improve them. But you should focus on these three things. So first, you should write it down so that you see it every single day. You want to be reminded of your goal at all times. If I ask you, what is your financial goal for 2023? You shouldn't be like, hey, I got to go look it up or hey, one second, you know, I'm just, let me just let me remind myself. But you should know right off the top of your head. It's, you know, 10K a month, 500K a year, uh, whatever it is, you should know. And then two, track the actions, not the results. So it's okay if you have a results goal, you know, 10K a month, et cetera. But then do the work to figure out like, if I'm going to get 10K a month, what do I have to do? Maybe it's, you know, 10 sales calls a day, uh, 10 outbound messages a day. You know, maybe it's one piece of content a day. Like you figure out what that is and make sure you're tracking that. Because as you're tracking the results, if you don't actually know what actions are needed to reach that, when you're tracking results and you're behind, you're not really going to know what do you need to do to try and increase your results. And then the third one is kind of land somewhere between realistic and dreaming big, right? So a lot of people with smart goals, they say be realistic, but then there's a, there's a, another crowd that's like, no, go like dream big because that will, that will force you to, even if you don't hit that, you will hit a bigger goal than if you were being realistic. So I think you kind of find somewhere in the middle of those two and that's your sweet spot. So something that seems pretty unrealistic, um, but also could be achievable under the right circumstances. I think that's where you want to land. So you could achieve it, but it's not, you know, like 90% odds that you're going to achieve it. You know, if you had, if you did hundred K last year and you have, um, or let's say you have hundred K in recurring revenue and your goal this year is 120 K in recurring revenue. Like that's probably pretty realistic. What if you bump that to 150 K that's 50% growth. Um, that's more now of a stretch goal, but it's not super unrealistic. And so that's what I mean by find somewhere between like realistic and dreaming really big and then, and then kind of land in the middle and that'll be your sweet spot. All right. Would love to hear more of your 2023 financial goals. So feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Justin Green FP after listening to this episode. Let me know what are your goals for 2023. Um, and you know, appreciate you listening. And we'll be back next week with an interview with business coaches, uh, Tell and Allie Fisher. Super excited to bring that conversation to you. In the meantime, be wealthy, my friends. Did you enjoy the show? If so, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, keep growing, my friends.